So come on down to Trailer Blazers Emporium. Buddy, we got everything you need. We got all kind of trailers today because we are back. We are back from bankruptcy. We're back from not being in business, back in business. We was not in business because of Dragon Con, buddy. We are back. And I'm Lumpy Greg, and I work here too. And if you can best me in a riddle competition, you get a trailer for free. And don't mind the smell, that's just Lumpy Greg. I got diseases, what the doctors can't figure out. The doctors that Lumpy Greg sees are not great, and they may not even be doctors. I see them in the swamp. People that he buys drugs from in the swamp are not doctors. They say they're doctors. Well, I also say I'm a millionaire and uh, a hue, 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 hue. Guys, welcome to the Ding Dang Dingle Dangle Trailure Blazures. It's been a while. It has. My name's Ben Moon. This is Nick Kelly, the illustrious. The last time that uh, Ben and I saw each other with our eyeballs was in human real life. So now we're digital sprites again. Yeah, those were the those were the good times, the before times. Before the empire. Yeah. Uh so it's it's good to be back on the mic, back in the booth. Are I wouldn't neither of us are in a booth. No, I'm in my office. Yeah, I'm in my my home office as well. Happy to be doing this again, this uh this Hobber podcast. And uh we got a special guest called I'm I'm doing improv, putting Nick on the spot. Oh, uh, Lumpy Greg. <laughs> Lumpy Greg is him. He's there. And, and Badgie's over here behind me, yeah. and Nick can't see him. So let's talk about Dragon Con a little. We're going to do a full recap for Patreon, but uh, some of the people who ain't Patreons probably want to hear a little bit about it. Yeah, you want to hear them juicy details, buddy? You got to pay up. Yeah, so like, I will say that we hung out with Ethan Peck, who plays Spock in uh, Star Trek Strange New Worlds. Uh, Missy and I did, and then we saw him again the next day. And uh, for the full story, that's a Patreon exclusive, because Missy will be on there, and I'm not going to tell it without her because it focuses mainly on her. Yeah, and I will not give my feelings on the subject. No words will be said by me. Uh, I will on this tell one funny story that I will tell again on the Patreon one. So Friday night was barbie land night and it was so fun everybody was was in their barbie costumes and the ken costumes and it was just like in the movie because you're walking around and everyone's going hi barbie hi ken and like me and the other kens were kind of sizing each other up and we'd be like oh hi ken (laughs) and then the barbies were all nice and it was just really fun and then later on in the evening i was standing with our friend adi and (laughs) This guy came up and he was wearing some sort of medieval, it looked like your basic LARP costume. I don't know what it was. Probably from something, but he comes up and he's like, hey, I've been seeing this color scheme all evening. He gestures to me. And he's like, what is this? Some sort of walking billboard for, and then some sort of unintelligible mumble. I don't know what he said. And I said, it's Ken, it's Ken from the Barbie movie. It's a really popular movie. <laughs> you know, everyone knows this. So I was just like, it's Ken from the Barbie movie. But, I, you know, it's just like, okay, I'll answer the question. So then he's like, starts going off. He's like, oh, I'll never watch that. 
Ah, oh, movie. They haven't made a good movie in six years, and uh, and uh, oh, the movies are too preachy. And and Adi just goes, "Okay, it was a really good movie. Sorry you feel that way." <laughs> and he said it just like that. And so I took a cue from that, and I went, "Okay, bye." And then he just started grumbling about how we were woke and uh, wandered away. And it was the first time anyone has ever called me woke in real life. <laughs> that was the first time. And Nick, he, he just never got over it. He was so taken aback. It was so funny because we just kept going, okay, bye. Bye. But like, what a dork. Yeah, that's... <laughs> I just want to be like I, you're in the wrong place at the wrong time, buddy. I feel like if yeah, I feel like if you're like grumbling, uh, th- that means that you're like you're shooketh or that you're like uh, you're not happy. And like, what a place to grumble, Dragon Con. He was upset that uh, everyone wasn't living the way he wants them to live. How dare they? Yeah. Why this isn't a free country? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the common theme of that certain type of individual who I'm certain he was. But uh, yeah, so that was fun. Uh, we we saw many of our friends. We hung out with them. We had espresso martinis. We watched the parade in our room and watched and had espresso in the morning. Nick and then Missy helped me get my makeup off. Yep, yep. He was all scarred up. Yeah, scar makeup and and fake blood. And she she magically helped me do it. Yeah, with all the creams and unguents. Yeah, she's real good at that because, you know, she's tendy. Mm. Her tendy this year is awesome. Yeah. We we have the best, cutest, greenest tendy. Yeah, the ba- the best, most contoured green-skinned t- tendy. Yeah. Orion. I should say she's an Orion. Yeah. She's not a tendy. She is she's tendy. tendy. She's a chicken tendy. She's a chicken tendy who is an Orion. Yeah. Yeah, the uh, the the espresso machine was a game changer at Dragon Con. I'll go all into deta- details uh, about that on the Patreon episode, but uh, I won't be going back to Dragon Con without the espresso machine. I'll just put it to you that way. Yep. So if you want to hear about that, uh, I think we'll record that probably in the next week along with another bracket. So we don't know. Uh, we have to decide who's going next with the bracket. You or Missy? But, uh, yeah, I started on my Microsoft OneNote. I started putting my my fave things down. Excellent. So yeah, for as far as Patreon, uh, still for September, we'll do the DragonCon recap, and we'll do another bracket for September, uh, and then we'll do the other bracket in October, and then we're we have an extra special bracket that we're gonna do after the three of us. For real, for real. That's on Greg. Yep. That's on Lumpy Greg. So yeah, for the rest of DragonCon stories, subscribe to Patreon. And if you want to hear it also on that Patreon episode, what our favorite costumes were, best costumes that we saw. Yep, because we I have one. I have one locked away as my favorite. Yeah, we're yeah, we're doing an award ceremony. Yep. Uh you know what we've haven't done in a long time, just because we haven't recorded the podcast in a long time, is talk about what we done had watched this past week. What we done had watched this past week. I have watched full seasons since the last time we recorded. <laughs> For real, gosh, uh, absolutely. Well, you you go first. You're okay. full season, man. So, all right, I watched the entire new season of What We Do in the Shadows. Uh, it was very good. There was one episode that was so weird, but it was so funny. But uh, it was also slightly disturbing because they had these weird puppets, and they were really creepy, but it was 
It was so funny. Uh, so I think that was my favorite episode of the season, despite how disturbing the puppets were. Uh, started watching new season of Wheel of Time. Uh, that is good. I enjoy that. It's I'm not I'm not like a fantasy guy. I like Lord of the Rings, right. and that's pretty much it. But like Wheel of Time doesn't have the Lord of the Rings knockoff feel to me, even though uh. some of it is directly inspired by Lord of the Rings and on purpose. But it it doesn't have the tra- the elves dwarves humans thing which anytime something is fantasy and it has elves and dwarves and humans and it isn't tolkien i just that's all i think about it is like this is just a rip off cuz all they do is change up what cast the elves are you know like ooh dragon age the elves are the lower cast in this one and ooh and the witcher they're like uh outside you know in the forest so they're kind of like a wilderness cast or eh, you know Come on, think of your own stuff. Come up with something new. Yeah. At least, at least, Elder Scrolls came up with like Argonians. Yeah, but they still Khajiit. have dwarves and and elves. Like, have some don't have those. Well, they they don't have dwarves. All the dwarves are gone. That's right. The dwem the yeah the dwemer. That's a little innovative there. But even so, like they were there. <laughs> they were there. <laughs> but yeah, so. But I, I like Wheel of Time because it feels more Renaissance era to me. Uh, and then uh, new season of Lower Decks. Uh, I think the second episode of this new season is the funniest episode so far of the whole show. Is that the Menagerie episode? Yeah. I think that's the funniest oh, one. I think it's... I laughed <laughs> so hard in that episode. Uh, and then we rewatched it because it was so good. New season of Futurama, been watching that. It's hit and miss, uh, like all of the newer ones, like all the reboots. But some of the episodes, like, legit are as good as the original run. But then some of them are crummy, like the Comedy Central run. So it's like hit and miss, but I still love to have it. And then uh, I'm a little behind, but I'm watching season three of Only Murders in the Building, uh, which I enjoy that very much. So I saw a snippet, I guess YouTube auto-played it or whatever. Maybe it was a little teaser. And she's talking, uh, what's the girl? Who's the girl? Selena Gomez, Mabel. Selena Gomez is talking to a girl that lives down the hall. Have you seen this clip of uh, the teaser of this? I might have. And she starts using like a like a heavy Hispanic yes, accent. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that was, I was like, of, that was one of the suspects. And, and they told her to act, because they told her she had old old grandma energy. And yeah, she's like, I'm. I can act young, and they're like, okay, well, go talk to her. And then she, she does like this, like <laughs> Jenny from the Block voice. Hey, Mama. Yeah, we're like, uh, yes, they work and slay over here. Like, yeah, it's incredible. It was it's so, so funny. Good. Uh, I didn't realize she was so funny <laughs> until this show, but she's great. Uh, it's a really good show. Yeah, I saw that. And I was like, "Oh my gosh, I got I have to start this show." Yeah, I, I don't know why I haven't started it. It's very good. Well, I'll tell you why I haven't started it. There's so much content. Like I just you cannot consume it all and you have to really be picky these days. Well, that's going to change because we are still in the writers and SAG strike. So nothing is being filmed and nothing has been filmed in the last 100 some odd days. Yeah. Um I I want to talk about we're not going to get political here, but there is something I want to talk about this because I heard this on the radio today. Or, or as a <clears throat> news podcast, whatever, that the auto union worker has now gone on strike too, and and this is if you're listening to this historically, this is this is some like history for you. 
Um, they're asking for like a 30 to 40% wage increase. And I was like, God, that sounds like a lot. And they're, and they're like, that's a lot. But then they said, why? And the reason is, is the CEOs and like the executive, like the C-suite people, mm-hmm. they have been consistently giving themselves 30 and 40% raises for the past several years, yep. right? So I go, okay, well now I now I'm like not now that doesn't sound so absurd. No. To add, you know. All those CEOs like the pay rate from from the 50s to now, like the amount of like raise that they've gotten versus like everyone else, it's insane and and they literally should be eaten, consumed by the masses. Yeah. Yeah, they should. They their pay rate has gone up like over four hundred percent. At this point, it's probably over five hundred percent. Yeah, and they don't do anything. Yeah, with golden parachutes. Yeah, all they have to do is like make decisions. And I, I, let me tell you what CEOs do. And this is not every CEO, but like those bigwig guys, right? Yeah, like they and they make some decisions uh, about the the company or whatever. And then they and then they just uh, are like ambassadors for the brand. I think AI should replace the CEOs. Uh, yeah, you know what? I that that's not a bad idea. Um, like, uh, what's the robot in Fallout Three at the end? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, remember his name, but yeah, that could do it, and it could like easily. It could an AI could easily do executive job, corporate jobs, way more than the crud they wanted to do. So. Listen, if you're if you're listening to this and you're a C-suite person, you're probably decent. But like, I met with a lot of ho- hospital C-suite people back in my enterprise sales job, but you know, for a couple months, I did that for like three months, Nick. And you know what? Like, I just it was not. I don't like that. Me and the C-suite people, not a lot of light. I mean, you want, I mean, just to tell you that big hospital systems, me and the C-suite people, not a lot of like. Yeah, that's how I am in all walks of life too. Imagine someone who you seriously. Um, believe they have the inability to smile, and not like, like I'm talking about just at any point. Like I haven't seen you smile, even when your colleagues make a joke, like a Henry Kissinger type face. <laughs> something else. I tell you what, something else. I can't deal with people who don't have a sense of humor. Like I've met several people who have like zero sense of humor, and I like I don't know how to speak to them. Yeah, they're like an alien. Yeah, it's weird. Right. It's like yeah. a weird, bizarre creature from another world. Yeah, like Nega Vulcans. Uh-huh. Like they're not cool like Vulcans. Yeah, they're they're like just Romulans. L- yeah, Romulans. That's it. Yeah, they're Romulans. Oh yeah. By Nick. the way, we're Trekkies now. In case you missed. That. Oh my gosh, G- guys, we are Trekkies. We're like hardcore. Like I own two Star Trek. Co- I'm guys, literally I like took- fidgeting with a Star Trek badge right now. Oh, I was I was wondering what that was in your hand. Yeah. Um. I made the plunge after Dragon Con. I couldn't. I couldn't help it. My fr- two of my friends that I did Star Trek: Strange New Worlds uh, costumes with, they got the Star the Star Trek boots. The the uh, John, um, what is the guy's name? John McBoots. John, John McBoot boots boots. Yeah. Fluvog, John Fluvog, Fluvog. I don't know how you say his name. Fluvog. Anyway, they they're expensive boots. Um, I used money that i got from selling uh doing custom shoes you know commissions and i was like i'm spending it on shoes i'm taking the shoe money and spending it on shoes i think that's fair uh, um I've they're spent beautiful more money on on stupider things so i can't make fun i can't fault you well they're absolutely the equivalent of you buying one of your um uh not Mo- i want to call it mondo it's not mondo no they make it's clusters a, uh, it's a right. hot toys hot toys yeah, yeah. 
about the same price as a hot yeah. toy. So, but I, but I, like, I couldn't, you know, like you see people wearing them, you're like, I, I have to, I, I have to do this. I feel you. That sounded terrible. <laughs> I see people wearing it and I say, I have to do this. That sounds like some influencer or whatever. They got you. You've been influenced. Oh, I have. Yeah. By Tawny Zaid. and Zade. Yeah. They absolutely, <laughs> God, they really did. Uh, so anyway, Let's talk about uh, what I had watched, uh, which was um, I've, I've gone through almost two seasons of Rebels. I'm getting close to the uh, the end of season oh, two of Rebels. Right. Yeah, I've been watching Ahsoka too. <sighs> yeah, you've been watching Ahsoka, and I can't wait to start, but I've got to get through Rebels yeah. first. That's the I, correct I know it's worth. choice. It is I know. absolutely the correct choice. It's worth the investment, I know. Um, so when I was working on costumes, basically I, I watched Rebels and Voyager just – constantly to, yeah. to get and i did a lot of con crunch which we'll talk about on the patreon um not gonna do that again tell you what I bet but you are. con crunch huh yeah you you're gonna do it yeah right. yeah <laughs> you're right yeah. um but anyway that 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 these costumes this year brought to you by rebels and voyager uh, i watched this johnny football documentary and i had heard about johnny football because i have been to texas a lot because you know my wife's from texas and uh and so i hear you know all the her dad and the other dads talking about johnny football back in the day so i watched this documentary about it It was like a one-hour documentary it wasn't a it wasn't a big investment but uh pretty insane uh talk about a guy who could have been like one of the best football players ever like hall of famer Uh and um literally liked partying more johnny football sounds like a name I would come up with if someone asked me to name who the quarterback was currently of like the Green Bay Packers because I know we don't have Aaron Rodgers anymore and I have no idea who the quarterback is because I don't follow football. So, so if someone was like, quick, name the quarterback, I'd be like, Johnny Football. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, it was interesting. It was interesting. Uh, obviously, we've watched, been watching Lower Decks. Love it. The new season is great all the seasons are great yes. you can watch all those episodes they are great um strange new worlds finished that god and we, that that season's done and now we're sad because it's the rider strike is just going to extend the amount of time that we're gonna have to yeah, wait it was a cliffhanger uh, it was a cliffhanger Ugh. oh i watched the end uh, of the new teenage mutant ninja turtles movie really um, like that movie it was real good. Me and my my buddy, my little buddy boy, went and saw that. I have seen forty two minutes of Asteroid City. Okay, I don't want to hear anything from it because I have it on Blu ray and I haven't watched it yet. Well, there's really not much to tell you other than it's the same as other Wes Anderson movies in that it's shot and it's beautiful. Like it's really, really beautiful. It's like it's strikingly uh, shot. I don't know what else happens because I don't know that anything happens in Wes Anderson movies. They're they're not like event things like big events. It's small events. We we have a well, a Wes Anderson uh, trailer to talk about, and we'll, we'll talk a little bit more about Wes Anderson. But I think it goes over my head. I think so. Just like Bioshock. By absolutely Bioshock. I've never read read uh, Ayn Rand, so it's probably you best that you don't. Ayn Rand is a psychopath, idiot. Can can I can I lead an enriched life without re- reading? Yeah, Ayn Rand, Ayn Rand. stupid. Dumb libertarian okay. baby life. Baby brains. Baby baby life. Um now I lean sort of libertarian, so you 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 ease up there, man. Man. You man. It's a it's a cartoon philosophy for children. Um, is that everything? Yes, that's all that I had done watched and ain't got no news. And got no questions, Tom's folks. We're we got we're trying to get through all these here trailers. Uh these here. New new. New new. 
New, 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 new. New, new. New, new. Trailers, folks, we have an Adele 15. That's right. An Adele 15. There's some that I know that came out that aren't on here because there's 15, and we'll talk about those next time. So, like, the Scott Pilgrim anime we'll talk about next time, and Kite Man, the spinoff from Harley Quinn, we'll talk about next time. So there's some that I haven't got that I know about that aren't on this list. I'll get to them next time. It's weird to think that Scott Pilgrim versus the world came out like 20 years ago. Yeah, I I saw a 20th anniversary for something the other day that that really <laughs> injured me to see. I was like, oh, no. Died a little bit inside, yeah, didn't Yeah, I don't remember what it was, though. Oh, I think it was probably Return of the King or something. It's like, it's coming up on 20 years old. And I was like, well, no, that can't be right. And then you look and then it is right. Yeah. So, okay, let's talk about this first trailer, which we were both excited about, and it's Loki Season 2. Yeah, so Loki Season 2, they don't have a plot synopsis really, other than, like, he's he's got some sort of problem where he's phasing in time. And then in the trailer, you see Loki and Mobius go to see uh, a guy named Obi, who I'm sure is Ouroboros from the comics, uh, played by Kehoi Kwan from indiana jones and everything everywhere all at once who is thankfully back in the zeitgeist it's gonna be great season one's in my top of disney plus shows hawkeye is my favorite still yeah i think loki's i think in terms of like quality i think loki's probably the second best to me that is probably accurate for me as well i mean i loved wandavision so i gotta keep wandavision up there um but man that that first season of Loki, as now that we have a little distance from watching all of them, mm-hmm. uh, it is at the top. Yeah. It is. And I think it has the best soundtrack of, of all of them. I don't know that I paid much attention to that. I didn't the first time, but I rewatched it uh, recently, and uh-huh. the sound I noticed the soundtrack, when I, and I was like, this is really good. Because it was like, there's a lot of Nordic influence in it, but it was modern. It was It sounded like modern medieval nordic i don't even know how to explain oh, it but it was really okay. good it's worth a listen i wonder if it's on spotify i might have to check yeah it is i listened to it on there okay but Sweet. uh happy to i'm looking forward to seeing rutherford in this again because like the first time i watched loki i was i hadn't watched lower decks yet so i didn't care that eugene cordero was a character in it but now he's rutherford and i love him so it'd be Absolutely. more fun that'd be great so this uh, fantastic romp through time, uh, we're excited about it. And when does it come out? Uh, October 6th. Uh, then we have a trailer for Monarch, Legacy of Monsters. Is this a show? Yeah, it's a series on Apple TV. Okay. And it takes place in the Godzilla Monsterverse, the American movies, uh, like Godzilla vs. Kong and like, Skull Island in those. The plot is set after the battle between Godzilla and the Titans, revealing that monsters are real, follows one family's journey to uncover its buried secrets and a legacy linking them to Monarch. So Kurt and Wyatt Russell are both in this, playing the same character at different times, which is really cool. Oh, okay. And, uh, like, John Goodman's character from Kong Skull Island is in, in this. I don't know if it's like a if he's just a video he left or that they found because i'm pretty sure he he died in that movie i can't remember or maybe he died in this timeline yeah it's gonna deal with all of that uh so i'm excited there's like monsters in this trailer yeah i don't 
Godzilla's on the poster, so I don't know if he's going to be in it, but he must be in it at some point. Wait, 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 he's in the trailer. Yeah, I know, but like, I don't know how much because I feel like it can't be oh. like it's not like a Godzilla series. I feel like they're going to focus on okay. a bunch of other monsters. But either way, yeah. I mean, I'm here for it. I love big monsters. I, I, I love. Well, yeah, we we are huge kaiju fans here. Yeah, and I will say that um, if you were to let's just say there were no monsters in this movie. If you had to make this in this universe um, with no monsters in it, well, Monarch and the world that they come from are the two most interesting other things. Yeah, right? that's true. So this is in the right direction, but of course they're going to put monsters in it as we have seen in the trailer. So it's everything. It's all the interesting bits and the Kaiju, which are the most interesting. Yep. I, this, I think this is going to be a recipe for something really exciting. Plus Kurt Russell. Plus Kurt Russell, yeah. So in that, there's a shot of, of a ground level shot of Godzilla, and it's is that not terrifying? Yeah, Jess Jess uh, had a nightmare about that once. She always talks about. <laughs> <laughs> so this is uh, and this is Apple TV Plus. So uh, keep those subscriptions ready. Get them ready. Yep. Um, okay, so then we have a trailer for Good Burger Two. Yeah, this is just a thirty second little teaser. So. Uh, Nickelodeon getting into the legacy sequel here. We mm-hmm. got a, a sequel to 1997's Good Burger with Keenan and Kel, where they both look exactly like they looked in 1997, which is weird. I I enjoyed this when I was a kid. I wasn't like obsessed with it, but there is one line that Jess and I say all the time, which J. August Richards is like, he's not the manager. He's like the the next in line kind of like dwight in the office but he's like a he's like a suck up kind of but like militant and they're they're getting yelled at for something and and they're like who spoke while craig was speaking and then j august richard goes it was him sir he uttered something <laughs> so jess and i always say it was him sir he uttered something all the time uh so i i have a soft spot for good burger but like i'm not gonna like rush out to see good burger too I was so all was this this was on all that right uh well it, our good burger was its own show it was a movie but it it spun off of all that okay uh I this was slightly after my time watching Nickelodeon so it doesn't really carry a little a lot of nostalgia I never saw this in its original form yeah you know I, I was aware of it from memes but I'm not I never watched this the the only thing of value to me now is that one line where J. August Richards says it was him, sir. He uttered something. He uttered something. Um, I, for, I guess if this this is probably gonna uh, there's gonna be some people that see this. Oh yeah, the, a lot of people our age will definitely be yeah. hyped about Good Burger too. Mm. Uh, all right, so then we have a trailer for The Changeling. Set in an alternate New York City, a father and husband searches through a magical world for his abducted son and missing wife. This is based on a, a book that Jess read, and she says it was really good and and would have fit in American Gods as like a side story, which American Gods is my favorite book. Um, so I think we we will be watching this. I was gonna cancel my Apple for a while, and then I realized I still need to watch Silo, and then uh, Jess was like, "Well, I want to watch Changeling." It's like, okay, I'll keep it for a little while longer and watch changeling but it looks pretty creepy and good yeah this the the origin of this the, it's almost like a dijin 
Yeah. In in the middle of like the Amazon rainforest in South America. Yeah, they're and, in Brazil and and this old woman says she can have three wishes when this uh string falls off her wrist. It's like a thread tied around her wrist. And this guy that is her husband is like, I'll make the wishes come true and he cuts it off and then I imagine things go awry after that. Yeah, she she might have been wishing for some some bad things, you know. You know, like a monkey paw situation. Yeah, I'm sure it will be. I just, I think deep, uh, like un uninhabited jungle is a great uh, origin for mysterious stuff. Oh yeah, that's where them uh, deep cryptids live. Yeah, the deep cryptids, because it's like the Hilda folk in. Is it in Iceland they have the Hilda folk? Yeah. And and the government like actually you know changes the routes of roads so that they don't go through hill you know quote unquote hilda folk country yeah when they made that movie troll hunter because the uh the nor the norwegian prime minister in that one press conference said they had to move something because they have trolls and then one of the other guys looked at him like don't say that and then he looked at the camera real quick and it cut away <laughs> but that's what the focus of that movie was <laughs> yeah <laughs> Scary. So this could. Uh, this looks pretty creepy. Yeah, I think it's going to be good. Yeah, it looks like it might be good. This next one, Nick, I laughed for a long time when I when you put you this. You knew on. I was going <laughs> to get you. <laughs> got me now, Nick. Got me. So if you have a Paramount, the version of Paramount Plus where you the commercials are not removed, they they put so many ads of. <laughs> Lawmen Bass Reeves. Yes. Into my eyes and ears. <laughs> I, like, so enough to where I texted Missy and Nick. And I was like, are y'all getting this, this Bass Reeves? Are you guys getting this? And they're like, no, we don't have ads. So I was like, God, like, I, I, so I don't, I don't even want you to read the description of this, Nick. I want to, I want to give you the description from my mind, okay? Okay. So, it, Deputy U.M. Marshal Barry, <laughs> he's law in these lane. Your wicked day is alone. <laughs> it's, it's the most ridiculous accent that this guy does. Yes, it's, you got it. I'm gonna put clips of it in here. I'm Deputy U.S. Marshal Bass Reeves. I'm the law of this lane, and your wicked days are done. But he's he's the law in this lane. Well, you know, so it stars David Oyelowo, who is British. Uh, so he's doing a voice. Uh, he's he's actually in Rebels. He's Agent Callus in in the later Rebels seasons. Oh no way! Yeah. So, um, well, if you want to hear this man do a without watching the show, do his bathroom. <laughs> it's like Quick Mickey. <laughs> I, I tend to go to Quick Mickey a lot uh, these days. Um, but check out bathroom. Yep. The next one we have is called uh, something for for something called One Life. Yeah, Missy sent this. Uh, it follows British humanitarian Nicholas Winton, who helped save hundreds of Central European children from the Nazis on the eve of on the eve of World War Two. So we got Anthony Hopkins in this, uh, Helena Bonham Carter, and we got Johnny Flynn, who's he, he's a musician. He sings the the song that is the theme song for The Detectorists, which is one of my favorite shows ever, but also it's one of my favorite theme songs ever. And I have the, like the full version is on all my playlists, like no skip playlists on Spotify, you know. 
so he's he's cool i like him uh, i like to see him and stuff but yeah this looks pretty good i mean anthony hopkins is always good yeah looks like it's missy says it's a good story probably worth watching yeah probably worth the watch that was sort of my my takeaway as well well made yep and a good story yes and good actors terrible things lawrence you've done terrible things terrible things uh we have a new trailer for our flag means death season two this is a red band trailer yep so this is the second season of our flag means death which is the taika watiti reese darby uh pirate uh open seas kind of like silly goofy pirate romance show that's pretty funny uh and the the Totoro group at DragonCon did a, a very good group cosplay of this year as well. Did you see those guys? I did not. Oh, they had like the guy with the sword through his eye and stuff. It was very good. I did see a couple of those. Yeah. I did see a couple of those, yeah. So, yeah, uh, Jess and I enjoyed this. Uh, we'll watch again. I don't know how Taika has time to do this like with all the stuff he gets attached to. Like, when did he do this? Yeah, I don't know. Man's, like, acting in entire seasons of shows and directing 70 movies a year. I don't know, man. I never f- I never finished the first season of Our Flag Means Death. I'll probably, I'll probably miss this season. I don't think you'll ever catch up on old stuff at this point. I don't either. Uh, I, except for Rebels, that's the exception. Yeah, the exception. I'm going to hound you about that, though, so... Yeah, Re- Rebels and Voyager, I can always... I mean, you can always just have them all. Yeah, you know? and also you got to do it to get to Ahsoka, because... Uh, yeah. The the fifth the episode of Ahsoka was the most exciting Star Wars thing that I have watched. Oh wow! And it was because I love Rebels and Clone Wars. Okay. Uh, the the episode in season two called the Lost Droid. It's a Chopper episode. Uh-huh. Is so good. Yeah, Chopper is the best, and he's in Ahsoka, and he, he like right away he suggests they do a war crime. It's like one I of the first it. things he does. <laughs> Chopper is, is awesome. You know, like, I knew you guys loved Chopper, and you always talk about Chopper, and I'm like, is he that good? And then after this episode, Lodger, I was like, yeah, he's that good. That's the one where like, he ninja chops the droid out of the ship, right? Uh, no, no. Oh, is it? No, this is the one where they're on, he's like trying to steal a leg. Oh, that's right, yeah. Okay. Yeah. God, I love that. Yeah. I love that guy. <laughs> There, there is that episode where he he basically shocks this droid down a hole. Yeah, and yeah. This droid's like talking to him, and he's like, "Eh, shut the bleep up." Yeah. And then shocked and, and then kills him. Yep. And I was like that. I think that was the moment I was like, "Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah." Chopper is pretty. He has the highest body count in all of Star Wars by the end of Rebels. Uh, I mean, except for uh, Luke the, and well, uh, Wedge. And uh, what's uh? Moff uh, Tarkin, Grand Moff Tarkin. Did yeah. he order the the destruction of all? Oh yeah, I guess. Okay, Chopper's in the top five though. Of like single kill, like the like not not multi kill, but like single kill. No, he's in the top five of multi kills. Oh, multi kills. Yeah, he okay, gets a wow. Chopper gets a very big multi kill in Rebels. Okay, I can't <laughs> wait. <laughs> um. All right. So then we have a. Tra- oh gosh, we have a trailer for Rebel Moon. This is the uh, what's his Zack Snyder garbage. Yeah. Ugh. Okay. So it's important to know that this uh, was a, a pitch for a Star Wars movie that Zack Snyder made to Lucasfilm that was rejected because of how bad it was, 
And this was like right when Disney bought and they were like greenlighting everything. So that tells you. I mean, Zack Snyder is the worst living filmmaker, in my opinion. I think he's worse than. I think he's worse than all of like the sci-fi channel movie guys and he's just the worst because because he's bad. He's just bad. And and I don't know, I just hate Zack Snyder. Zack Snyder has done approximately one good thing I in my opinion, Man of Steel. And since then it's just been a a, a sharp decline, a sharp trajectory downward. Yeah, I I do not share your love of Man of Steel. But I That's think okay. His, you you can be wrong. Uh, yeah, you're demonstrating that. <laughs> no, uh, I think he did. I think Dawn of the Dead he did was good, but that's because James Gunn wrote it. And uh, I think that his Watchmen is good because Watchmen is kind of unadaptable, and I think he did it as close as possible. I wish he would have done the Squid so that it was exact and no one could complain about that. Uh, but I think he did it as good as could be. But then ever since then, it's just nothing has worked for me. Uh, I don't know if you ever have seen the motion comic of The Watchmen. I have. I have it on Blu-ray. I think it's better than the actual movie. It is better than the movie. Okay. Because it's the comic. It's the comic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, this. Uh, let me tell you why I don't like this trailer. Okay. When your trailer makes the viewer want to watch something other than what the trailer is about... That's a failure. Yes. And that's exactly what this did. It made me want Warhammer 40K. Yeah, I would like that and not this. Because the, yeah. like Zack Snyder, is, he's the worst. But like Warhammer's cool, and I and I don't want to play it, the, the tabletop game. So I need a different way into it. And it has to yep. be like a movie or a show. Yeah. And to me, the Warhammer 40K imagery is so striking and so unique to itself, so and, and so recognizable, right? Yeah. It has clear, it has a clear aesthetic, and Rebel Moon does not. It's like a mishmash of everything. It's you've got lightsabers, you've got like griffins, you, you've got uh, bubble, you know, egg-shaped spaceships. There's nothing. You walk away going, okay, that was sci-fi. But there's nothing else. Like there's no, like in like when in Dune, when you see a Fremen outfit, like uh-huh. that sticks in your mind. Uh, in, in Warhammer Forty Thousand, like you recognize that armor from a mile away. And this just not not. It looks like um, milk toast. Is that what it looks like? Yeah, milk it's toast? milk toast. Yeah. Let's all keep in mind that Kathleen P- Kennedy rejected this. So. Oh gosh. <laughs> At one point. So. Oh, and sp- speaking of Kathleen Kennedy, um, I know we've said this before, but the Holy Trinity uh, of Star Wars, John Favreau, Bryce Dallas Howard, and, and Dave Filoni. Th- is that opinion that we have even more pronounced now that Ahsoka's on? For yeah, you? everyone's making long-lived Filoni memes, uh, which I'm enjoying. Uh, there's no BDH uh, presence in Ahsoka, so, uh, but it's all Dave, like the whole thing, and then a couple other directors, but... Uh, no BDH, but okay, uh, it's great. Oh man, I gotta watch it. Uh, probably, will I watch Rebel Moon? You know, I might put it on the background and look at my phone to it. I, I don't, I, I don't know that I will though. I'm not. I, I'm, I'm never watching another Zack Snyder thing ever again in my life. Yeah, fool, fool you a couple of times. Shame on you. Yeah. Right? Uh, all right. So then we have a trailer for Fall of the House of Usher. Yeah. So this I've been looking forward to for a couple of years. 
uh, actually. Really? Yeah. So I I love Mike Flanagan, who's the guy who made this. He made the the Haunting of Hill House, which is absolutely the best ghost thing of all time. It's the best haunted house thing ever made. Uh, then he made the Haunting of Bly Manor, which was good. It wasn't as good as Hill House. Uh, and then he made Midnight Mass, which I I didn't like Midnight Mass. So like I don't like everything. I'm not I'm not like an uh, apologist or a fanboy. So like if it's bad, I'll I'll think it's bad. But uh, I will always give his stuff a try because of how good Hill House was. And then he's made some good movies too. Um, but like I like the cat because he always uses the same cast. Like and he adds someone cool every time. So now Mark Hamill's in this one. Ah uh, yeah. Yep. And uh, Rahul Coley's in it and uh, like. He's married to Kate Siegel, so she's in all of his stuff. And uh, Carla Gugino is in it. Speaking of the Watchmen movie, she was in that. Uh, Bruce Greenwood is in it. Uh, he was in uh, Gerald's Game, which Mike Flanagan made. But this is also like it's a combination of all of Edgar Allan Poe's stuff in a kind of modernized way. But like oh, you can, it's more than one of his works. It's like a combination. Yeah, of them? it's like. Oh, okay. It's okay. like. Uh, there's a there was a series on Hulu called Castle Rock, which had like little elements of all of Stephen King's books in them, and this is like that, but for Poe. So like you see the monkey from the Murders in the Rue Morgue, and like they're they're making Raven references, and the Fall of the House of Usher is an Edgar Allan Poe story. Uh, so it's just I like all of the stuff going into this. So I haven't had Netflix for almost a year. So this is when I will. Uh, refresh my Netflix. I'll get it so I can watch this, and then I can quick watch. Uh, I think you should leave season three, which I'm excited about. Yeah, and anything else that pops up. But yeah, I've uh, been looking forward to this. Really love Mike Flanagan. Uh, hope this is good and not like Midnight Mass. Uh, this, I will say I will probably miss this because it looks super creepy and act and gross. It's uh, probably both of those things. Yeah. So maybe not my speed, my speed, but I really hope you enjoy it. Yeah, me too. Uh, we have a reboot of Frasier coming, folks, and there's a trailer to it. Yeah, this is going to be on Paramount Plus, which I have, uh, as discussed, without Bass Reeves commercials. Uh, okay, so uh, long-time listeners will know that I'm obsessed with Cheers. I love Cheers. It's one of my favorite things of all time. Uh, I liked the Frasier spinoff. Uh, Frasier was the funniest character on Cheers. But he's funnier on Cheers than he was in his own show, in my opinion. Uh, I did watch all of the Frasier show, too, because every once in a while someone from Cheers would be on it. And the way that this show is, is he's going back to Boston from Seattle. That is where Cheers is. If he doesn't go to Cheers at least once, if there are no people from Cheers in this season of this show... I will be insufferable. It will be difficult to be around me. I will talk about it a lot. I will be angry. It's going to be annoying. I'm going to make a lot of rants about it. So, like, the fact that they're moving him back to Boston, if he doesn't go to Cheers, I'm going to lose my mind. Like, most of the Cheers cast is still alive, all the good ones, except for Coach. Like, uh, Christy Alley died, but she was the worst character in the entire history of the show, so who cares? Uh, Sorry, Christy Alley, but, you know... Weirdo Scientologist, I, I don't mourn you. Uh, but, like, Norman Cliff, they're alive. Ted Danson's alive. He's still funny and great. 
uh, Woody's still alive and great. Come on, Carla. She's the, we, we live in a real Perlman renaissance. She was in the Barbie movie. Yeah. <sighs> I swear to God, if they don't go to Cheers in this, I, I don't think they're going to go to Cheers. I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. I'll tell you. They're in a bar. It, it features a bar that his the guy's girlfriend works at, and it's not Cheers. I, I, see, I know, but he only has to go once. If he goes at least once, I will be okay. Don't you think that that would be something that they at least tease to entice you to, to watch this? Like he's like a shot of him walking down the street and like in the background you see the Cheers sign. Yeah. Like that's all it had yeah. to be. But they didn't do I that. I agree with you that they won't do it, and I'm pre-mad about it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're pre-mad. Yeah. Like I'm real salty about it, but like he's in the – at least, at least his ex-wife Lilith – will be in it played by bb newworth she is the fun she's funnier than he was she was the funniest character on cheers uh lilith on cheers unbelievably funny the best the best dynamic of all time was lilith, lilith and fraser on cheers i don't know man i love cheers at least i'll get some lilith because i know she's gonna be in it because she was in fraser a few times too but like she's named after lilith the mother of monsters you know yeah i don't know it's yeah. great i love it i love cheers <laughs> but like i swear to god man if he doesn't go to cheers i also like the fact because you know fraser's dad in the show fraser um he was kind of like a like a everyman schlubby, schlubby guy and he lived with the fancy pants uh fraser and niles it looks like they're reversing that a little so fraser's like the old dad and then his son is normal and like every day every man and and so it looks like he's like the reverse marty which that's kind of fun i'm gonna watch this and i'll report back but it's gonna be i tell you i'm gonna be a nightmare if he doesn't go to cheers well we'll get your nightmare report uh once it comes on yep uh next we have a trailer for the wonderful story of henry sugar yeah so this is an a rolled doll book that uh wes anderson is adapting much like the fantastic mr fox it chronicles a variety of stories, but the main one follows Henry Sugar, who is able to see through objects and predict the future with the help of a book he stole. So, uh, this is a Wes Anderson movie that is going only on Netflix, which I'm kind of upset about because I have like a a Wes Anderson Blu-ray collection where they're all together and in order of release, and I have every single one, and this is going to ruin my... Uh, streak if they don't release it on blu-ray surely they will i hate streaming they like netflix doesn't release stuff though they're the worst about it well and then stuff like leaves netflix yeah i hate i really hate streaming like i understand why this why the writers guild and like sag hates netflix and all that. like because they're the worst we're, we're getting to the point where there's so many streaming services it's just cable yeah it just turned into cable it's just a la carte cable yeah and, and it costs just as much to have all of them yep so Wes Anderson movies, I just, I don't, this looks beautiful, but I don't think I like Wes Anderson movies. I don't think I like them. I don't, I don't know how to explain why I like them very eloquently. Uh, I definitely know that there are large contingents of people who don't, but it's okay to be wrong. It's a taste thing. I mean, I get it. Like it's, it, this is all about taste. I mean, this is. This is this is why um, you know Golden Corral is still open. You have some people that are just okay with that taste. I'm not comparing Wes Anderson movies to Golden Corral. <laughs> I think that 
I think what I like about them is that they're very small stake personal growth stories where someone who is kind of like unusual has to come to terms with their own unusualness and, and where they fit in the in the world. Wow, that's very much Asteroid City. <laughs> yeah, I think that's what I like about them. I get that. See, and that's the thing. Like, I get that. I get why they're th- these movies have an appeal. Why there are people who love them. Why these all these actors want to be in it. Um, I I don't necessarily get why Golden Corral is still a thing. <laughs> I don't either. <laughs> <laughs> so um, anyway, so yeah, so this looks this is probably good, and it's rated PG. Also, uh, I will point out that this is the most. Uh, this is the most unique cast for a Wes Anderson movie that I've seen because only one of his regulars is in it, and that's Ray Fiennes. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, we'll see how he does with a new cast. Maybe he wanted to change things up. Yep. Who knows? Uh, okay, then we then we have a trailer for Are You Afraid of the Dark? I'm sorry, Goosebumps. <laughs> yeah, so this is a new series based on, obviously, the Arlstein Goosebumps books. And Justin Long's in it. And one of the ones that they reference directly in this is Say Cheese and Die, which uh, in the original 90s TV series of Goosebumps, when they did the Say Cheese and Die episode, Ryan Gosling is in it, and he's like 14 or 13 years old, and it's so funny to watch that episode. I kind of want to see that. I think, yeah, if the original series is streaming on anywhere, it's worth to watch the Say Cheese and Die episode and watch, like, <laughs> little kid Ryan Gosling. It's very funny. I, I do find that kind of stuff entertaining. Yeah. Uh, there's a Betazoid gift box in this trailer. That There is, yes. We just learned about those in Star Trek Lower Decks. <laughs> so it was fresh on the mind. Yep. Uh, that's all. That was my takeaway is that uh, this is... Uh, has a Betazoid gift box in it. Yep. So this is coming out October thirteenth on Hulu and Disney Plus. Uh, if you like Goosebumps, if you were a nineties kid. And this is a little bit different than like then not isn't there like an R.L. Stein thing that we just watched that's like a little bit more young adult. Yeah, Fear Street, I think. Yeah, something yeah. like that. I, is that a series that he wrote as well? Yeah. Growing up with R.L. Stein. <laughs> uh, okay, so next we have a trailer for Lessons in Chemistry. Yeah, we did a teaser for this a while ago. This is a Brie Larson series on Apple TV+. Plus. It's Apple TV Plus week here. Uh, set in the early 1960s, Elizabeth Zott's dream of being a chemist is put on hold when she finds herself pregnant, alone, and fired from her job. So this is uh, Brie Larson in the 60s. Uh, starts a, a cooking show because she's like a chemist and she likes baking because it's chemistry. And... Uh, she gets a show, so she gets a platform. So she's trying to stand up for women, uh, which obviously the old men of the 60s do not like, and also the internet trolls of 2023 will not like. So uh, I will watch this. I love Brie Larson. I watch all the Brie Larson things, and we'll see how it is. I can't imagine being so... Um, what's the, it's not... Uh, unconfident is not a word, right? What is it? What's the word when you're not when you're not confident? Um, insecure. There's so many guys insecure with their own masculinity and their own abilities and their own self-worth that they get mad about a woman doing anything, anything. Yeah. 
pretty much. And then they're just, always the ones that like constantly talk about how masculine they are too. But to me, they always look like little babies. They're, they're bragging about how their body is a weapon, and, yeah. and if somebody broke into their house, buddy, let me just tell you what's gonna happen. Clowns. Clownish. Um, so Brie Larson is in this, and you met a lot of people. Us included might watch this just to see Brie. Yeah, I want to watch it. I like her. I like everything she does. Uh, she's an Academy Award winning actress. Yeah, she's great. This uh, and if you're in the mood for a period piece, you can watch this and the space one. Yep, for all mankind. Season four is coming out in November, I think. Yeah, so, uh, season four. Yeah. Oh, I can't. There's too much content. You know, there there's is not enough too time. much. For working people, it's too much. Yeah. Uh, all right, so then we have uh, trailer fourteen. Here is called. Oh boy, <laughs> this one's oh, just boy. a little treat. This is a treat. You, this is worth watching just to watch. Um, it's a trailer for something called Bloodthirst, starring Tara Reid. Star- <laughs> Tara Reid, you were dying to see her next film, weren't you? Yep. Uh, this is from Tara Reid and whatever her local uh, community college <laughs> yeah. theater department. Yeah. I mean, this is like. This looks like if the WWE made a movie, <laughs> you know, like it looks, it looks bad. Like it's bad in a post-apocalyptic the- world run by vampires. Only the strong survive. John Shepard, vampire hunter is one of them. John has to track down and eliminate the master vampire before he gets himself turned. This is bad. Tara Reid oh, is like the queen vampire. That description you read is so the main character is this dude, but they advertise that it's a Tara Reid movie. Yeah, yeah, she's because she's the only person whose name anyone's ever heard of. Yeah, uh, she she's the vampire queen, but like, <laughs> ugh, it looks so bad. The the costumes, the script, the acting, the tone, it is all just bottom of the barrel, buddy. It's incredible. You got to see it. It, Go watch this trailer. It looks like if like it looks like a Mike Tyson movie. Like I can't believe he's not in this. <laughs> That's exactly right. Where's Mike Tyson? He belongs here. So this is terrible, obviously. But go watch it. It's a funny trailer just yeah, because funny. of how bad it is. That's a cool T-shirt you have on. What is what is who is this on this T-shirt? It's Captain Marvel. Oh, okay. I couldn't see. It oh, says yeah, Cosmic that. Vibes. Oh, dude, that is a cool shirt. Yep. You got good taste in shirts and posters, right? Thank you. All right, last trailer we have here, a real booger if you ask me. It's Aquaman 2, something <laughs> in the ocean. What's let, Let's try let me try to guess. Do, do you remember the um the colon whatever it was? The what? Don't look. The, the so Aquaman 2 colon whatever the movie's name is, oh, don't say I it. I don't remember. Okay, let's try to figure it out. Okay, that is this Okay, I won't <laughs> do I your won't best. click on the IMDb yet. Yeah, don't click on IMDb. So this movie is called Aquaman 2 colon something and we're going to try to figure out what it is let's see if we can guess it okay uh aquaman 2 blood in the ocean aquaman 2 the meg to the trench (laughs) (laughs) aquaman 2 dolphin king aquaman 2 return of the ocean master aquaman 2 throne of the ocean aquaman 2 the blue lagoon man now i'm going to try to actually think of what it might be i'm going to try to actually guess this aquaman 2 throne of the sea I think there's something about a throne, the the hidden throne. Aqu- Aquaman to the ocean, the ocean throne? throne, or the thr- the Atlantis Atlantis, Atlantis throne, <laughs> throne of Atlantis, <laughs> throne of Atlantis. <laughs> <laughs> 
There's the episode title. <laughs> throne of Atlantis. Aqua. Is that what it is? The Forbidden Throne. Oh, that's not, oh, that's not no, like. I don't know. <laughs> no. Is well, that they, it? they have the, the Black Triton in this, but it's not called Forbidden, the Forbidden Kingdom. Kingdom. Aquaman 2. It's, I know it's not this, but Aquaman 2, the Black Triton. Aquaman 2, the Black Manta explosion. Aquaman 2, they cloned Manta. <laughs> Aquaman 2, more Aqua, more Furious. Aquaman. All right, let's see what it is. I'm going to look at it now. Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom. Oh, you said Forbidden Kingdom, didn't you? I said Forbidden Kingdom. Oh, okay. None of us got this. We Neither one of us <laughs> said Lost Kingdom. I think we said Lost Throne and Forbidden Kingdom. That yeah, Maybe we did. So or we said Lost Throne or something. <laughs> I don't know. Much like the title of this movie is forgettable, also shall the movie be. I, I wish Patrick Wilson wasn't in this. I wish he was in Marvel. Yeah. I really like Patrick Wilson. Yeah, he's good. Uh, this is this is real bad. It's so bad. It looks so bad, y'all. And th- there's a, there, let me read you this line from the trailer: "Half a billion people from every known species in the sea." <laughs> Does that make sense to you? No. Uh, but I saw the first Aquaman movie. I watched it with uh, our friend Grace and uh, her husband Adam in Texas. And we were just dying laughing. We were making fun of it the whole time. It was Steph, Steph was there and Jess. and It was a really good time. That sounds like a good time. And uh, But the movie was bad. And the plot of this one is Arthur must enlist the help of his half-brother Orm in order to protect Atlantis against Black Manta, who has unleashed a devastating weapon in his obsessive quest to avenge his father's death. So I was, I was, if you would have said to me, did Patrick Wilson die at the end of the first Aquaman movie? I would have said probably he was the bad guy. Now he's like a good guy. So they're just making him like be a good guy now, like Loki. And then the Black Manta guy, he's the guy that every time someone was having a conversation, uh, he interrupts them with an explosion. So there was like seven conversations that were interrupted by explosions in aquaman one and we would laugh every time it happened because it was so frequent they'd be mid-conversation and something would explode that we were getting we were getting to a point where we were calling them out and they were happening so i hope that this happens in this because i will watch this when it's on hbo because it's going to be hilarious um i don't know it's going to be bad like amber heard's in it like she's no good oh she's She's in it they kept her they, they, yeah, they, she's not in a lot. Like, I guess she has like 10 minutes of screen time. <laughs> did you see that thing? This is a slight deviation, but did you see that gross thing where Elon Musk, like, he dated her and, like, had her cosplay as Mercy from Overwatch? No. It's, it's gross. It's gross. I don't like that. I saw that and I thought of the Simpsons, the sea captain in the Simpsons when he was like, Gar, that's going to replace the whale in my nightmares. <laughs> that's what I thought of when I saw that. Um, but yeah, oh, this is going to be bad. It's going to be so bad. This is so dumb. This is so dumb. God, it's, it's bad. It looks bad. It just guys it just this this dog ain't gonna hunt okay this dog ain't gonna hunt and it's not gonna make any money and they're gonna blame james gunn like they did with the other stuff that like he was the boss of dc for five minutes and they're starting to blame and this is all the Zack snyder stuff still trickling out yeah uh with the terrible terrible snyder verse stuff 
So you've done terrible know. things, Zach. Terrible things, Zachary. You've done <laughs> terrible. You know, I should just go up to Green Bay and give him a piece of my mind, because you know he's from Green Bay, and that's an hour and a half north of me. I'm just gonna go up there and tell that guy what for. You tell you tell him off. Yeah, I'll look for him with his dumb little Joseph Gordon-Levitt suits walking around Green Bay. Probably goes there for Christmas or something. Yeah, we're going to get you at Christmas and give you a piece of my mind. No, I'll probably leave him alone. He's had a lot of horrible things happen to him in his life. I'm sure there's I think he's a bad filmmaker, but, you know. He doesn't deserve death threats on the internet. No, like, he's had some bad family stuff happen. Mm. So I, I feel bad for him, but I don't like his movies. Nick, don't be like... Uh, all right, well, that does it for all the new new trailers, folks. Uh, we Obviously, we ain't got no trailer mailers because we have not been on the air, so to speak. That is correct. Uh, but if you want to write into us and uh, and come up with your own Aquaman 2 uh, title and let us know some good ones, you can do that, and Nick will tell you how to do that. Yep. If you want to, I actually encourage you to give us some Aquaman 2 titles. Uh, you can do so on Instagram at Trailer Blazers Podcast. Uh, you can email us at trailerblazerspod at gmail dot com. Uh, I don't, I, I don't know if when Twitter changed into X, if it deleted us. Uh, so you might be able to see if we release new trailers on that at trailer underscore blazers. But I, I don't know if it exists anymore. Uh, the best way to support us is to subscribe on Patreon at patreon.com slash trailerblazers because it helps pay for hosting. I've paid for two years of hosting now. Uh, That's 2019 and 2020 you guys have paid for with Patreon. So thank you for that, patrons. Uh, Eventually we'll get to a point where uh, we are not spending money to have this podcast exist. Um, You can rate and review us on Apple Podcasts, which is... A great way for the show to gain traction. And if you do that, Quick Mickey's going to let you know what happens. Yeah, baby. I'm going to tell you what's going to happen. If you do that, we're going to have special guests. My good, close friend, uh, U.S. Deputy Marshal Bass Reeves. And uh, let me tell you, when he come on this show, Billy, he's going to tell you what for. Talking about Nick going up there and talking about, tell Zachary Snyder what for. Uh-uh, Billy. Bass Reeves going to tell you what for because he's very serious. He don't have much of a sense of humor because he, he was in the Wild West, you know, was dangerous all the time. And uh, he anyway, he's going to come on the show. U.S.W. Marshall Bass Reeves. That way, that's how he introduces himself. And so you can look forward to that. Um, if you, what did you have to do? Leave us a review on our, on Apple Podcast, baby. That's right. You should do that. And when you help others, it makes you feel all tingly in your heart. That is insane. Yep. Thank you, Quick Mickey. Effervescent, reticulated, resplendent, as always. For the, tra- for the Trailer Blazers, my name is Nick Kelly. And please, you don't want to see what I'm going to be like if Cheers isn't in this Frasier reboot. Just please just be in there. You don't want to see. Happy Trailsers. And I'm Ben Moon, and I'm half a billion people from every known species <laughs> in the sea. Happy Trailsers.
And welcome back, folks, to the vid yo games. One quarter portion of the show, folks. Um, I didn't play any video games during uh, the ramp up during the con crunch to Dragon Con, so now I'm playing video games again. I'm back on my Final Fantasy VII remake. How are you enjoying it? Uh, I love it. I think it's, I think it's fun. Um, some of the there's some points little puzzle sections which are just they they feel kind of fillery they take too long i think um but the rest of it i i really dig right on. and i'm ready for the next one i beat midnight suns i think uh, you told us that on the last podcast no i you? beat it i i beat it in between so oh we, we must have just talked about it the monday before dragon con i beat it um oh, so we just talked about absolutely it absolutely love it uh, it's one of my favorite games of the past decade. That's great. Uh, absolutely love it. Um, and I started Starfield, uh, but I only played it a little. I, I, it takes me a long time to get into new games, especially big, gigantic RPGs with a lot of controller buttons and stuff. So I'm not into it yet. I'm not invested. Uh, I'm a little annoyed by some of the things that I will eventually get used to. So this is not an indictment of the game in any way. It takes me a really long time to get into these games. It sounds uh, like you're doing what you normally do. You play it for like 20 minutes, yep, put it down yep. for like two weeks, and then come back yep, to it. That's what's happening. So I have there's no judgment from me on Starfield yet. Uh, Jess likes it so far. She's been playing it a lot. So that's a better indication of quality because Jess is a Bethesda fan. Yeah, and, and, and actually I care more about her opinion on this. Um, because I it's more valuable it. it's more uh, valuable right because yeah. we she's a big bethesda fan like me yes so uh i do like a lot about it uh aesthetically i just i'm not used to it i haven't figured it out yet so um but it it feels like bethesda which i like you know it's just the controls are kind of hard there's so many menus so that's where i'm at with it but i'm looking forward to getting into it so Menus in a Bethesda game? Oh, there's so many menus, Ben. <laughs> the I the, mer, the too, menus. I'm too stupid to learn new things. What would Strong Bad say about the menus? Oh man, there's so many menus in here. Oh man, these graphics are state of the art, man. <laughs> um, I gotta play that. I think I'm trying to figure out. So I have twenty dollars in PlayStation money that I can like just buy something with. And I'm kind of leaning towards um, Armored Cord 6. Yeah, Fires of Rubicon. Kind of leaning that direction. Um, I do really it, like that. He was telling me about it at Dragon Con. Yeah, it's between Starfield, that, and Baldur's Gate. But Baldur's Gate, Baldur's Gate is 70 bucks, man. I don't want to play that one. Oh, you don't? No, I don't like I don't like that stuff. Uh, see, I played uh, original Divine, Original Sin. Yeah. Divinity, God. Divinity, okay. What an idiot. I'm such an idiot. Divi- I love Divinity, the original Divinity. And I needed to play two. I never got, to, never got around to it, but uh, I want to play Baldur's Gate. Yeah. All, the, all my friends are raving about it. Just fantasy D&D stuff. Not my bag. Not not your bag. Um. Let's talk about uh, the piece of news here that we have. There's only one piece. Final Fantasy VII Rebirth, which is the direct sequel to Final Fantasy VII Remake, which I'm playing right now. That yes. got a release date. Uh, uh, and a trailer. Yeah, we got a re- release date and a trailer. So February 29th of 2024. 
is the release date. And the release date trailer was pretty long. It was kind of cool, kind of nice. Yeah, I watched that, and uh, Jess was excited that Sid was in it, mm-hmm. uh, which is something that uh, even I knew about in Final Fantasy VII. I don't know anything about Final Fantasy. I, I can't contribute to this. But you know about Sid. <laughs> I know about Sid, and like I saw Red Thirteen, and I was like, I know that guy. He's a tiger. Yeah. And I think at the end, uh, we get a glimpse of, uh, what's his name? Guy with the red cape that everybody cosplays. He used to cosplay in the back. He has like, the gold gauntlet. Oh, Tr- you know. Trigun. <laughs> yeah, Trigun. <laughs> that guy had that guy from Trigun. Yeah, yeah he, he, he stopped by. He ain't one of those Final Fantasy guys. Uh, uh, Vincent Valentine. Vincent. Was that the guy that Jess was excited about? It's probably it's probably Vincent. It was probably Vincent. Yeah, yeah. Vincent. She's probably going to be listening to this sitting at her work desk on Monday. And then she's going to scoff because I said Sid before. Yeah. And then now she'll get to the part where we're talking about Vincent. If she can't hear me through the wall, which she might be able to. Uh, yeah. so it made me a little insecure. Part. Well, it made me a little insecure when you said Sid because I was like, I didn't see Sid anywhere in there. Okay. and I, I don't noticed. know any of this stuff. You know, I don't play these games. <laughs> I like the aesthetic of it. I like yeah. Final Fantasy character designs i like yeah. it all it's cool it's cool man i just don't play it the main you didn't play it, guys let's talk about these here couple of trailers we got um we have we can go right into final fantasy 7 rebirth that yeah, trailer we'll just keep talking about that um it's a one it's a day one purchase for me it's uh we get out from the from midgar in this one so you're like fighting on the beach yeah that's what jess pointed out she's like oh they leave the city finally then she said she had to finish the remake so she could play this one. Yeah. The remake is way longer than I thought. It's a 40-hour game. You get your money's worth that way. Yeah, you do. I thought it was only like uh, like a you know, like a 12-hour game or something. 10, 12 hours. Well, you couldn't have been more wrong. I was definitely wrong. I was like three times off, four times off, man. Um, so, it, it, but it looks great. And it, this is a uh, almost like a cinematic... Uh, but really, the game looks like that. Like the cutscenes are in-game engine stuff, and it looks great. It looks kind of like that. So, yep. Let's talk about Aliens: Dark Descent. This is sort of the same perspective as like a Baldur's Gate, but it's real time. It's not turn-based. I believe we have talked about three different Aliens: Dark Descent trailers on this podcast. Really? I think they are coming out so far between that we keep talking about it because I know I've talked about this before. And I think it's been two or three times. Wow, I, I have no memory of this place. Yeah, so I think it's an RTS based on aliens. They release a trailer every seven months, and we talk about it like it's new. But this time, I'm on to them. So this game isn't real. It's just a trailer that comes out every couple months. I've got you in my sights. Yep. Um, so, yeah, th- will it ever come out? You decide. I won't play it. I won't play it either. It's real time. I gotta take. I gotta take my time. I gotta strategize. Yeah. Let me take my time. Turn based. Uh, then we have the last trailer we have here is actually a combo. It's uh, nine minutes from N- Nintendo Direct, but it's all the, everything they showed, all the trailers they showed. Yeah, Jess was excited about Paper Mario: The Thousand Year Door HD. Yeah, I already played that game, and it was funny, and I loved it, but I don't want to play it again. Well, will you play Mario vs. Donkey Kong remake? No. What about F-099? No. Princess Peach Showtime? Nope. 
Tomb Raider 1, 2, and 3 remasters? Nope. Luigi's Mansion 2? No. Splatoon 3's Side Order? Nope. Uh, Prince of Persia, The Lost Crown? There it is. That's the only one that I'm interested in. I never played a Prince of Persia game. Uh, famously, I watched the movie without sound on a boat. <laughs> as we, as you have stated on this podcast before. Yep. And as we know, uh, Sands of Time is one of my favorite games ever. So I hope it's a sort of a return to form on that and just as fun because I would like to play this. We got Super Mario RPG, uh, which I think I, I called RPG Maker the last time we talked about it, which was incorrect. And I was corrected by 75 people. And I was like, look, buddy, I don't even play these games. You should just know I'm going to be wrong about them. And that was why I was so confused. I was like, that seems like a lot of work to make an RPG. (laughs) Hey, man, I heard that from someone at some point. Because that didn't just manifest in my brain. Someone told me it wrong. Somebody did Inception on you, buddy. That's what I think. Bucko. Uh, what about Trombone Champ? That's coming to Nintendo Switch. Trombone Champ, anybody? Not, not Guitar Hero, Trombone Champ. Makes me think of The Simpsons. There's something funny about the word tromboner. <laughs> uh, what about Dave the Diver? And I'm telling you, none of this... Mario RPG is, looks interesting, but other than that, nothing else. Detective Pikachu Returns. No. Uh... Horizon Chase 2. No, Oh, gosh, definitely not. What's the first one? How come you have such a strong reaction to that? It's just like it looks like a um, like a racing game on your phone. Okay. And you're not. it's not really racing. It's just drag your finger around the screen. It does look like it, yeah. You know? What about another code recollection? I have a heart of it. What about Saga Emerald Beyond? That's That's a title? That's a for real title? That's right. What about Unicorn uh, Overlord? No. Uh, Uden Chronicle. Pardon you? WarioWare Move It. No, mini games, get out. No. Nintendo Gallery Museum is still. Oh, wait, no, never mind. That wasn't a game. That was a new <laughs> article. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so that's that. I don't care about this. <laughs> I don't. I don't play these games. I bought. I did buy Tears of the Kid. The kids were begging me for Tears of the Kingdom, Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom, and I wouldn't buy it before Dragon Con because I did need that temptation in my life. Yeah. But I did buy it after Dragon Con, and so now we have it. So once I get done with, uh, with uh, Final Fantasy, I think that's maybe what I'm going to play. Yeah, I started playing that original one, and then I got bored real fast. Uh, Jess played it a lot, so she'll probably eventually play the Kingdom one. Tears on the kingdom, children. Yes. All right, that's all we got. You got anything else? Nope. This was a little extra long for you because we were gone so long. So please enjoy the long one. Sign up for Patreon if you want to hear our extended Dragon Con discussion, which should come out soon, uh, and the next Favorite Things bracket, which I would like to record in the next week. So look forward to that on Patreon. Uh, For the uh, Trailer Blazers, my name is Nick Kelly, and I am absolutely certain this is at least the third time we've discussed Aliens Dark Descent. Happy Trailsers. And I'm Ben Moon, and this has been Ben Mundo Direct. (laughs) Happy Trailsers. Oh, that's good. That would even be a good episode title. Ben Ben Mundo Direct? Uh Uh-huh. Oh, I'll never 
watched. Armageddon. Ah, uh, movie. They haven't made a good movie in six years, and uh, and uh. So, so if someone was like, "Quick, name the quarterback," I'd be like, "Johnny." Armageddon.